If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it. We have so much to break down and it's not just all Beverly Hills related. We're here with Miss Sarah Frazier. David, how are you? How are you? Can I just say that? Mention it all. The first of all, the entire cast of Real Housewives of Atlanta is back. Wow. Every single one. Even the two that I can't remember their names. Um, Drew. Sanya Richards, Ross, and Drew. Wow. And Sanya. Thank you, Sanya. I like Sanya. I like I like that. And I Drew, I mean, Drew and her husband have a funny relationship. Um, yeah, I like them, but I uh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I like I said, you know, look, I I think that producers have learned their lesson. Let's not because RHOA ended on pretty high ratings. They got back up to a million, I think even a little over a million uh, viewers per episode. Um, so, you know, why mess with that? That's really good ratings for television today when you have like literally a bazillion options. It's good ratings. Listen, I apologized on air to all of the ladies. It's not, look, it's not my favorite season. I think something just wasn't gelling, but it was a great season. It was much better than I gave it credit for. And like, wow, Sheree, you're back. Wow. You launched she by Sheree. Wow. Marlo, you finally have, I mean, the thing, you know, finally ever peach, there's major things that happened to these people that we knew, um, you know, this makes candy and yes, do the math. RHOA was Candy's not an OG, but she was on in the beginning. You know, I think season three was it, or was it season two? Um, she's the longest standing housewife consecutive. Let's not forget Countess Lou was a friend for a season. Let's not forget Teresa, Kyle Richards. Those shows came way after RHOA. So even though she wasn't an OG, Candy is the now the longest. Candy gal. Can you believe the other candy gal? Can you believe this? Candy? I I mean, Candy Burris, look, Candy Burris will go down in Housewives history as one of the best. And probably I would say short, I would say she and Bethany Frankel are the two um, highest financial benefiting um, women, which is awesome, right? I mean, wouldn't you love to see Bethany and Candy like together doing a business show, just going one for one for what I would love. I mean, they're so smart. They're, they're Candy is so good. I mean, I would love to know the truth of how much Candy's worth. Cause I bet it's 20 million, 25 million way Candy beyond. Is, I think, yeah, maybe 30 million. Candy's loaded. Candy loaded. is low did. Listen, I don't understand. I mean, people say the same about her that they always said about Cynthia Bailey. Boring, boring, boring. I don't know. It's like Candy to me is just, she lends credibility to the show. She's Candy. She's Candy. I, I loved her. I, when I interviewed her, I was like, you know, I told you, like, sometimes I just call it wrong. I really thought she would be more politically by the book. I thought I was going to get canned answers, media brilliance. I found Candy to be very authentic on this show. I asked a question no matter what it was, and she would give like a real answer. I didn't think she was trying to like just give me her nice, happy version. So I don't know. I really liked having her on the show. Love her. HOA. I mean, like to your point, I guess the ratings are good. Why fuck with it? I mean, sometimes it takes you know, look, I mean, it's not, I mean, our other candy gal, the real candy gal. Um, I know I shouldn't I mean, mix them up because we have a Burris is a legend, but candy gal Dillard says, you know, she says, she said it on this podcast. She says Atlanta walks so we could run. That's a direct quote from Candace Dillard. Um, 
I don't know why we have more buzz about Potomac. I mean, I am more excited about Potomac at this point than Atlanta, but you know, Potomac is what old school RHOA used to be, you know, like I think RHOA has elevated themselves. I think they're beyond like the hair pulling fights that we saw between Monique and candy gal, you know, I mean, you know, I think candy gal will go low like that. I I think it's good TV, right? I know there's a lot of debate about, if you want to see that women doing it, but anyway, I something needs to happen. I mean, look, we're going into next season where, but um, with RHOA, you think something needs to happen or RHOP? No, I mean like with RHOA, like something, you know, like Countess Luann and Tom and like Erica and Jen Shaw, like something major needs to like you don't think i mean hopefully they're filming candy's cousin got shot at one of her restaurants by an employee and that's that's true hopefully that's being filmed she by sheree is being accused of ripping off sheen the cheap website i hope that's being filmed her website went down people said she wasn't even ready for that now it's back up i don't know if you can even she's dating martin she's dating martel holt from love and marriage i mean which people, a lot of people say is a fake. I mean, are we going to get Martel Holt on RHOA? Like, I, I hope so. No, I mean, I just wish, well, look, I mean, like between the girls, like, well, look, like Kenya, I think Kenya and Marlo are really done. And I think Candy and Marlo are really done. So like relationships have changed, but I don't know. Like, I just want something like major. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Did Which, you see to that, you know, same, same with RHOC. I was something like, I don't know. I just, but listen, I'm not knocking it. It was a good season of RHOA. I'm happy. Everyone's back. I just, yeah. I mean, look, I apologize. It's, it was, it just wasn't my absolute favorite season, but it was way better than I was spewing forth my mouth for the first like 10 weeks of the season. I think it ended really strong. Congratulations, Um, Andy. No, I, I know I'm, I'm happy about, I, you know, I am too. And I've liked watching the after interviews. Like I was curious your thoughts. Did you see the after interview with um, Sheree and Marlo and basically Marlo saying to people, stop asking me how I make my money that every woman up there got rich after they got on RHOA and she's the same way in like promoting businesses. I actually don't know what Marlo's businesses are though. So maybe this is why, well, but anyway, archive. I mean, I, okay. Are they? that, you know, and, um, you know, and Marlo did, she took shots at candy too. And she was basically like, yes, candy did well and was a millionaire, but Candy became like a multi-multi-millionaire after this show. So like, stop asking me. I don't know. I mean, Marlo might bring it in an even more aggressive way, I feel like. Well, that's why people criticize her. And Marlo just got a deal with Netflix, by the way. Archive is going to, I don't know, your face is like, is that a lot ton of money? She's going to supply stuff. Well, maybe it is. She's going to supply the clothes from Archive to some show or movie for Netflix, something. And I mean, Candy's also saying, yeah. And Candy's also saying like, girl, I helped you get gigs that I turned down. I don't know if that's one of them, but no, I mean, I guess we're heading in, like you said, like the whole she by Sheree. Sheree even did an interview where I saw, she said like, well, okay. I don't oversee everything that closely. Like, yeah. You know, the man, she almost admitted to like, okay, these do look like shine. Like, uh, I don't know. Sheree, I love her. I still think she's the MVP of the season. I think she had the realest storyline, but she did. There you go. I mean, in other news, I'd wonder if we're going to see this on RHOC. Miss, isn't this Shannon Bedore celebrating? Because the guy, I mean, listen, David and her needed to get divorced, but the woman that he basically was with right after Shannon, like they just, pre- she had, she had pregnant, had a kid, right? Is, does she have the kid already? I don't yes. Know. Yeah. Their daughter uh, yeah. like two or going on three. Yeah. Because wow. they had the daughter qu- quickly, I think, when they, after they got together. Well, they're getting a divorce. I mean, Shannon's probably like girlfriend. I told you so. Not David, but Doa. I can't believe you mean unemotional, no uh, expression. David Badoa getting divorced again. How many divorces is this for David? Three? He just, he just, I, I didn't like him. I didn't like him. No one's, I don't, I mean, is there any fan? I challenge anyone to get in our DMs. Did anyone like David? I don't think him, 
him and Jim Bellino are the two that really from oh, those he just and Shane won me over. I had creepy vibes with Shane and Shane, Miss Shane Simpson won me over. Like he's he he ain't so bad. But yeah, so there you go. I mean, like Shannon has to be like celebrating, right? Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. And, you know, Shannon says that she and David, it's still icy. I do wonder if maybe this um, paves the way for Shannon and David to have some sort of reconciliation. Um, I always, you know, I don't know why I worry about people's finances. I mean, I don't see how David Bedore, how can he afford all this? Like, I mean, what does David Bedore do? He's in construction. I love talking about people's finances, (laughs) ratings, ratings, and people's finances. I mean, I just listen. I think there's a lot of very wealthy people that are on the housewife show, but like Candy Burris. And then I think the majority are not, you know, I just Kyle and Mauricio, Diana Jenkins, Miss Burris. I mean, yeah, I don't really understand where David Bedore is. You know, I think Mauricio and Kyle, though, they really popped yes. up past five or six years since the show, since him launching the agency since the show. But I mean, prior to that, like, I, I think they were they probably were millionaires. I don't think they were like thrive, flying private jet like the, the life they're living now. But and now um, he has his own show on Netflix where like all the agents are gonna, buying Beverly Hills. We're all it's going to be like selling Sunset. Once an agent's on that, they're going to be famous. People will want to work with them. You know what I mean? It's going to be like a win, win, win for Mauricio and Kyle. I don't think that means Kyle's leaving Beverly Hills. I don't think she will, but like, you know, I don't think like, I mean, on, 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 on her own, I don't think she's going to wake up and say like, this is too much. That's what I think. I think Kyle might have a tough season, but this is her life. This is her fucking life. And I don't even mean like money wise. I just mean like her life. She's not leaving. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. So I was re-watching Roni the other day because that's what we do here behind the velvet rope. And it was that episode where Leah found the vibrator and the chicken. Oh my God. Do we ever find out whose vibrator that is? But all I could think of was, I hope for Luann's sake and Sonia's sake and Ramona's sake and Leah's sake, I hope that was a Dame Products product. Dame Products will hook you guys up and help you feel good. They have so many options to choose from. There's the Eva. That is literally the first hands-free couples vibrator. And it's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. There's also the air. It's a suction vibrator designed to, well, get you there fast. And, you know, having a pleasure practice, it's good for you. It's not just about feeling good. It improves the quality of your sleep. It helps you de-stress. It relieves pain. There's so much good that comes from it. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. There's no risk. Just go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off site-wide. That's right, site-wide. So you can choose the products I mentioned or any of the others. Dameproducts.com, use code VELVETROPE and get 15% off your first order. Well, I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if Kyle's angling, like if this agency show does work on Netflix, because I mean, Selling Sunset, I mean, they're pumping out the seasons. How many... What are they on season seven, season eight? I mean, it's only six, but they greenlit six and seven at once, which like that never happens. So look, I mean, I think if Mauricio has success, I wouldn't be shocked if Kyle like walks away and then, you know, and I mean, Kyle, if, if Dorit is demoted, 
you know, it sounds like PK and Mauricio are in business together to some degree. So do, do Kyle, I mean, now they all have contracts. I don't know how this could work, but you know, the Kyle Dorit PK, did they all kind of head over towards, um, Netflix? I mean, she's kind of good you How's think Dory like earned her keep a couple of weeks ago where she told you were saying something off air oh. to me, like you thought that was her turning moment of the season? Yes. The scenes where Dory comforted Erica with Diana after Erica like lost her shit on everybody because they were questioning if, you know, why she has no empathy for the victims. And Dorit, then then Kyle calling her and saying, if you don't come to the hat place, I'm going to be so upset with you. I'm going to be so upset. And then Kyle, you know, Dorit goes. And then after Kyle's still mad at her and Dorit talks to her and she's like, baby, we're if we're friends with Erica, we have to help our friend too. And like Kyle's like, but I don't get it. <laughs> hey, I mean, yes, I thought Dorit is like, you know, this woman is standing in the middle and is like trying to be friends with everyone. And I think calls, she is kind of the one person that can call out Kyle and make, again, Kyle look like overly emotional, a brat. I mean, you know, it's like, well, yeah, you know I thought Dorit earned it. You know what? Now you, I'm, the light bulb is something's going off in my head. Well, remember the the best friends, British British from overseas, Pikai and his good friend Lisa Vanderpump and Dorit yeah. and Lisa. If look at if Dorit is smart, if she is smart and she'll do anything, fall on that sword to stay on the show. She when they come to her and say, We're making our decisions, what's your storyline? She'll say, I'm going after Kyle. And she's gonna throw that friendship down the river. If she were smart. That would that would guarantee her another season. Look at Lisa Vanderpump. I mean, look at real friendships go through it on this show. Kyle and Kyle and Lisa. I mean, I don't think she would do that, but I don't think what a shame. But yeah, if or if she were just feuding with Kyle, it would make the show a lot more interesting. It so seems like where Rinna is in the kitchen. Put a pen in it, Kyle. Dorit, you're in my inner group. We're the inner circle. It's us with Erica. Put a pin in it, ladies. You know you're going to... Now, I mean, if this were Crystal or Air, you know, or, or Sutton fighting with Kyle, Rinna will go in and say, Crystal, now have, pipe down. Pipe down, girl. You do not speak to Kyle Richards yeah. like that. And that is inappropriate. Your point is not valid. This is so... It's like scenes like that are so... Just like this is why people hate these four people together. Like, I'm like, put a pin in it. Like, since when do you want two people not to fight? You stir up and threw your best friend, Denise Richards, you know, your soap actress. As she sister. was disposable. She, uh, according to Rena, yes, but like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's scenes like that that are just so. So you got it, but I still, you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe Jory will stay. Well, to me, people have made a big deal about this past, this recent episode where, you know, yeah, they, they, they catered to Erica and, um, you know, Dory helped kind of negotiate between um, Dory and Kyle. Okay. But I mean, to me, that's the difference. I, I don't see how this is a double standard to me. You have four women that are actually friends. And you know, the truth is of the matter, Kyle, none of them like Garcelle Sutton and Crystal and Crystal Garcelle and Sutton. I give Crystal Garcelle and Sutton credit because I think those women are coming to this table like, all right, we would be friends with you. And I mean, they do make Kyle and Erica and Rinna and Dorit look like mean girls because I don't think that those four are interested in being friends with Garcelle, Sutton and Chris. I don't, I think, and I think they make that very, very clear. You're here for the show. I interact with you for the show. I could care less about your fucking opinion or anything about you. I love Garcelle and Sutton because I think Garcelle and Sutton get it hundred percent and just keep coming for them and coming for them. And they're like, Oh, don't worry. We're going to keep inserting ourselves and we're going to make, which throws Rena off. I mean, it's, it's a great combination, but to me, when people were so upset about the double standard, it's like, guys, this is the difference between four real friends and three people they don't like. Okay. That's why if, if they really liked Garcelle and Sutton and Crystal, they would give them grace too, but they don't care. They're not going to be friends with them after the show. But how interesting, I agree with all that. How interesting would it be? 
If we got rid of, okay, Sheree Zampino is going to go. If we got rid of Diana. Now, listen, we still don't need anyone. It's like eight fucking slots. We still are overloaded here. But like, let's just say we got rid of Dory. Let's just say we brought in two new people, just hypothetically, or three. And these people came. I think what would be interesting is newbies coming for like a Rinna or a Kyle or an EJ and Sutton in like a Garcelle being like, wait a second, you don't speak to Kyle or, or Rena like that. Like, I think it would be great to see them come together if there was outside forces that were coming for like all of them. Or like, I'm just trying to think of how to change the show and keep like a Rena that I think Bravo really does want to keep. Right. And I think, you know what I mean? I'm just thinking like, wouldn't that be interesting to see Garcelle be like, you do not speak to Lisa Rinna like that. Or, you know, like you never know. It's like a family. Like you don't like the person until an outsider comes in and Garcelle, listen, Garcelle and Sutton eventually, if the show changes and there is a Rinna phase out under re, I mean, eventually Garcelle and Sutton are going to be the old, old, the oldies with Kyle. And eventually listen, Eventually, Garcelle, girl, they're coming for you. And I mean, by coming them, I mean the producers, you know, and same thing. Like, so I'm just saying, like, I think it'd be interesting to see like an alliance between these camps if like outside people came in and truly it felt natural, like a Garcelle or something were like, you don't speak to Erica like that. That's our, that's our punching bag. How dare you? Look, these are predictions, right? So they're, who knows? I mean, you know, this is how we felt about Robin, or at least how I felt about Robin on RHOP. I mean, I thought Robin was gone years ago and they've kept Robin. And now I feel like Robin ain't going anywhere. You You know, I mean, you need Robin. So I just wonder with Dorit, do you need Dorit? I mean, maybe, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, but I do think, I think, you know, you know, I agree with you. Diana's out. Dorit's the weakest link, I think, um, for sure. Maybe they keep Crystal. I mean, Chris, like you said, I, I, I agree. I mean, Crystal annoys Crystal's me. like Robin. She's but like, don't speaks up. I mean, can I just tell you now? This is not from. I have heard from three different people. What? Three. And nobody's saying this and it keeps like doubling down like this whole Tom Schwartz and Raquel thing where they're hooking up. I have heard from three people that were at this wedding, three, not one, not three separate people that this is an exclusive. This is like literally an exclusive. I'm sure it'll be all over. But I mean, not from this podcast, just eventually I heard that this Raquel and Tom Schwartz thing is 110 million percent beyond fake 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 kiss tom schwartz waiting in the wings raquel waiting in the wings that's what i heard i don't know for sure allegedly 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 bravo 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 i heard that it was like a stage thing of like who can we get to kiss tom schwartz and that tom is in and this isn't from what i mean it's like from people to people that are not on the show that were at the wedding and one person who is on the show. So it's like three unrelated. I didn't ask sources where it's like, I heard that it's just producers were like, okay, now get ready, go. And this whole thing is doubling down and it's, it worked. It's in all the headlines. All everyone's talking about it. I see like all those blogs keep posting about it every time there's a new move. Raquel said this, and I don't think so. I heard it's all fake, and that Tom is in no position to be dating anyone now, nor wants to. Has no interest in dating anyone, and that oh, I heard so much more. I'm just realizing now, and that they're all just I'm not shocked. Yep, keep going. This is all to they- save their jobs. Remember the good old days? And I'm really dating myself here. I know when you had to like go to your psychiatrist's office and like sit there and wait in the waiting room and it was quiet and you were looking at people around you and you had to wait and you had to walk there and you had to drive there. Mental health and therapy and psychiatry has never been so simple. Now that you're able to access mental health and the comfort of your own device, it's never been so simple to schedule. Talkspace, it's really changed the game. You can send messages to your dedicated therapist 
this in the Talkspace platform. You could schedule your sessions. You can help set goals all from your device. You never have to leave your home. And if you're like me and you travel and you're really never in one place for more than a few months, it's great. You don't have to keep changing therapists. They have thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food, eating. As a listener of Behind the Velvet Rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To get $100 off, that's Talkspace.com slash velvet. Yes. Don't you think, I mean, you and I have talked about this. I, there, and you said it, you said it best, I think, but this is it for Vanderpump Rules. Like this is the make or break season. If they don't bring it, that people are talking nonstop about it, that the ratings are high, I think they call it, you know? So I, I think they're bringing out all the stops. I think, I mean, what's your take then hearing that? Do you think Garcelle's son, like that whole thing is real? Yeah, because he's not really part of the show. And I do, yeah, I do. I do think all of that's real. Okay. I'm just reading one of my texts here. For no, Kellen it's fine. Tong. No, um, I mean, they're all, and like people, like, trust me, these people are saying to me like, you know, don't you dare fucking mention my name. <laughs> like we're telling Tom, but it's literally three people. When it's one person, I'm like, okay, pipe down, sweetheart. When it's three, we're telling Tom all fake romance for the cameras. We watch it all play out and produced in Cancun. Fake, fake, fake. Of course that is confidential. Don't you dare mention my name. They're waiting off to the side, waiting for a producer to come and get them on so they can do a fake kiss. I also heard this through two sources, not three, that, they all basically, there was a huge shift in income to come back. And obviously- Le- the, Probably less, right? The, well, the Grand Dame, Miss Pinky, Miss Pinky herself, of course. No, of course, Lisa Vanderpump. The Grand Dame of, of L, you know, that Lisa gets lots of money. So what, I think some of the money was shifted to Lisa. And like, I do think like Sandoval ended up getting, but they're basically- working for like literally peanuts. This is what I heard. And then you go down the list of like, okay, like you do the math. Is 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 a Sheena making as much as a Lala? I wouldn't think so. Is a Lala or a Sheena or a James making as much as Sandoval? I wouldn't think so. So, but overall they are basically making nothing. And they're all just like, trying to save this show because they know at least by being on the side projects i believe it and it's two sources that have told me this everyone thinks that crazy because at their height they must have been making so i hope they save that cash i mean they must have been making such good money and now come back peanuts jacks i mean it was it was out there that Jax was rumored to be making like 250 a year which is still very low compared to but still, Housewife. I mean, again, you it's forget you're money. only filming three months. Right, you know, you're only right. filming. I mean, that's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for three months of work. The right. rest of the year, you have your whole life. And your wife probably made like one fifty. That's four hundred, and then you make money with appearances and social media. So yeah, oh they were doing. But uh, you know, this is from another source. Everyone thinks Bravo is paying them million dollars. They're not the only. The only one making money is LVP. All the rest of the cast get shit after being on the show for ten years. Some of them only on a pay to play, which means they only get a daily rate when they film. And I heard this from a different source too. All the cast members are fed up. I did hear something else. You got to work it. I did hear something else that all the cast members, including ones that are on the show now and ones that are off the show, you could all figure out who those, that they're all trying to shop around like dads and moms. Like that's what I heard. Like, you know, dads and moms, like Stassi is a mom and dad, Jax, and, you know, I guess not Sandoval, but like, you know, like Lala, and I guess Sandoval will be in it, but they're, I think they're trying to take matters into their own hands and shopping something around. Well, I don't know that this is over. That. Nope. Yeah, I don't blame them for that. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, the entertainment business kind of always working it to work something else. So yeah, I, I don't blame them for that. Hope it, you know, again, I, like 
you you have gotten me more into that franchise than anyone. I, I just never, I don't know why. I never, I just never cared. I I I got into it, but you know, look, Lala's been so good to the show. I love when she comes on. Like I know you adore and, her. I know. But look, I, I'm I want to be excited for this new season. I just I am cautiously optimistic for it for RHOC is Tamara going to save it I think I'm I'm more excited for RHOC if you ask me than Vanderpump Rules but I hope they're both great again right I yeah you're not you're not believing it um I mean it would take so much for me I mean I will get into this season of Vanderpump for you like for us like to do this show otherwise I would never watch it I could care less I I just watch it and it's nothing against, you know, Lala seems really interesting. They all do, but I just, I just don't, I don't know why I don't care. But anyway. Um, what about BravoCon? Um, look, I would, if someone was buying my ticket, I would go to BravoCon. Otherwise, Did I. Did you see the lineup? Yes, it's, a, it's amazing. Otherwise, I am probably not paying to go. But um, are you going to go? Uh, let's hold off on answering that for one second. Um okay. The biggest thing that I am shocked about, well, not shocked that I'm like on the edge of my seat about, I guess, is, you know, there is a Jersey panel. So all the Jersey girls are going to be on the stage together. So Melissa and Teresa, I mean, Teresa has recently said in the past, I think three weeks, she did that interview where they asked her and, you know, about her sister. And she said, no, no, I'm sad the way it's ended. It's really done. It's done. So that's like a direct quote from Teresa. So I mean, she hasn't spoken. She's on Dancing with the Stars, you know, like we'll see how she does. Um, But, you know, she hasn't spoken to, she hasn't spoken to Melissa. So, I mean, this is real. Like Teresa said, it's over. And I I believe it's over now. This is really it. There's not, there's no more Melissa and Teresa. So they're going to be on a stage together. So no, I don't think they're going to sit next to each other. At BravoCon, you have a QA. and a So the first question is going to be like, you know, Teresa, Melissa, this is for you. How are you guys doing? Or, I mean, don't you think that's a little odd? I mean, don't you think, I think the Jersey panel of women is going to be so heavily attended because people want to see what happens between Melissa and Teresa and how it all plays out. How do you think it will go? I mean, it is, you know, you even have, I'm sure, I'm sure you saw this because you're friends with everyone at page six, but I mean, page six even got Snooki who lives in the area around them. And Snooki says everywhere, every coffee shop, every bar, everybody is talking about the demise of Melissa and Joe and Teresa, that it is over, over, over. I mean, do you believe the rumors? Because it's, it's, a, you know, the rumor is that Teresa spreads the rumor and says that Melissa hooked up with someone that Melissa cheated on Joe. And then they, that's it. They've, they've had it. Like, what do you, I mean, and Melissa has said, listen, there's way more to this story. I can't, you know, talk about it. There's contracts. I look, we'll watch and see what happens. I think Aiden's involved, you know, Margaret's ex-best friend was rumored to be involved. I do think regardless of what happens, which we'll watch, I do think this really truly is it. I think the world is over it. I think that it is going to end sad, but this really is it. And look, does Melissa lose her job ultimately from this? I mean, when your story comes to a true end, you know, Aviva, Aviva Drescher throws that leg and she's not back on Roni. Like people have gone out before their time. I don't know. This might be it for Melissa. I look, she's such a part of the franchise, but like, I don't know where, I mean, we love having Joe Gorga. I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. I mean, we have to picture that anyone that's not agreeing with me on this statement now picture this statement 22 episodes later. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like when Dorinda left, we would have said, oh my God, we would never get rid of Dorinda and Roni. By the time the season ended, it was time. So it's like, I don't know. Just keep that all, keep all, keep that in the back of your head, guys. Like maybe this will really be the exit of Melissa in that this story is wrapped up. It's, it's wrapped up. It's over. I do believe that. I think there's absolutely no coming back from this on all the parts. I just, it's over. We have tried. We've called it. Joe Gorga has lost his sister. 
If she called him, I think he would be there. He would run down the street if something happens with Louie. I just think as Kim D says, you know, they hated each other for all these years. And and Kim knows. And you know what? I mean, Kim has, knows the inside, the inside. Okay, wait, wait. And I, Teresa know. has Louie now. So she's she's feeling, you know, puffed up. Her chest is puffing. You know, she doesn't need him, the brother. Wait, or, without giving too much away. But Kim D, you know, Kim D knows them, knows them. So, so there, you know, I guess I didn't realize it does no, seem they, like they, they haven't each other. liked each other for a long no, time. Wait, Melissa. Okay, Melissa and Teresa have hated each other, but Joe is like Joe's not into. I think that the Joe is heard and feels like you know wanted to work with his sister, and that's why Melissa tried. But there's just you gotta, and I'm not taking any side, Trey or Melissa, or any. They're just on both sides. You just gotta know when to call it right. Like just because someone's your family, sometimes you just have to look up. <laughs> and like when the lights are going down at night and it's just you and your thoughts. And I guess Teresa has Louie and Joe and Melissa have each other. I guess that's what married people do. They sleep next to each other. You just gotta be honest and just be like, I don't wish harm on this person, but this person is done and for my life. And I really do think Teresa and Melissa are done. Now we're going to have one fucking hell of a Jersey reunion when it comes. But I think other than BravoCon, and the reunion, Teresa. I don't even know if Teresa and Melissa are gonna speak at BravoCon. They'll be backstage. I mean, Lisa Vanderpump was on a BravoCon stage with the whole cast of Beverly Hills. They 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 made it so like Vanderpump Rules came out. I mean, I was there at first, and then everyone stayed on the stage, but Lisa left and exited. Like I don't know. I don't think Melissa and Teresa are gonna really interact just because they're on the same panel. But I guarantee you, the first question that's going to be asked. I mean. Unless the format is different, people run to the microphones and line up and ask the questions. And I just think, I mean, who's going to want to ask any question? And then the second question, someone will follow up. Have you guys, I mean, I just think it's going to be Teresa Melissa, Teresa, it's, that's it. If Snooki's saying that everyone just wants to talk about this, Snooki knows. Um, wait, wait, what is your thoughts on else this? Oh, well, keep list. going. Then I'll no, ask no, no. the BravoCon lineup because I have mixed feelings. There's a lot of people like going like that are not on the network anymore. But uh, well, tell that's me. what I'm saying. Like, do you care? Like, like who? Like who's the Manzos? Who? I mean, do you? I think people will care about the Manzos. Um. Also, I don't know. I don't recognize a lot who? of these names. Like who's Frazier? Sierra Miller. Sierra Miller is from Summer House, currently on the show. Naomi Lindo. Southern charm on the show. Those are all, those are on the show. It's weird. Like we have Bravo, we have like million dollar listing people. I mean, that show's still on, not the, it's like, I like the strange, like here's something, million dollar listing Bravo Liberty edition. I'm just pulled this up as an example. Watch as million dollar listings, Josh and Heather Altman, Josh Flagg and Tracy Tudor give million dollar advice to Jennifer Aiden, Dorinda Medley and Sheree Whitfield about their homes. All right, well, they're going to say that Jennifer Aiden's house is a piece of shit. Sheree Whitfield, Chateau Sheree, Dorinda. It's like Bluestone Manor. It's like, I think some of the mashups are really interesting. Look, for anyone going, I would just say it's it's the Teresa Melissa thing kind of for me is the, it's not just because of Jersey, just is the like, this is going to be so awkward. But I also think that, you know, look, it's a lot going on, guys. So just sleep well and, and, and like, you know, it, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of things going on. And by the way, I will stand by this. I heard this from a reliable source. I heard that they are going to announce, I think I've said it to you or you, you or Kim, they're going to announce the cast of the rebooted Roni, not the OG show, the rebooted Roni, which is going to star Lizzie Savetsky at BravoCon. They're like, when Andy announced, we have a new show, Salt Lake, woo! I mean, I was there. they're going to say, guys, we have something to announce. Please welcome to the stage, Lizzie Savetsky, blah, 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 blah. You are looking at the new cast of the Real Housewives of New York City. People Okay, you're getting me excited. All right, now I want to go. No, I mean, I mean, and, and Julia Fox has come out, by the way, and said, like, 
yeah, but I'm never doing that show unless it's actually me and my friends. So Julia Fox would do it. I mean, if it was her and her friends, I still don't think she's right for the show. I, I really don't. No, I, think she, me neither. I think she's right for a reality show about Julia Fox. Like get on that E or get on that Netflix, somebody. But I don't think she's right for the Real Housewives. Lizzie Savetsky is, is go and follow her. Go and you heard it here first. She's, she's it. She's it. She's got to be. She's like the new Jill Zarin. She's like very Jewish, you know, younger. That's no knock against Jill. I, I like my Jill Zarin. You know why I've realized I like Jill Zarin? Because Jill is authentic. She doesn't mean any harm. She does these things, you know, like maybe outing Tamara, but she doesn't mean any harm. It's just authentically her. There really isn't an angle. Jill just, she just, she just does. And sometimes, you know, Sometimes she doesn't think about what she says and she's a bull in a China shop, but it's authentic. And you know, I love authentic. And so that's all I care Okay. About. You've got me really excited. Now I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at the lineups and they're really good. And I mean, you know, you even have an ask Andy. I mean, can you imagine, I mean, audiences just for an hour or 45 minutes get to ask Andy. I mean, aren't they just going to ask him all about Nini? And I mean, what can he say? This is how and it was just, last time though. It really want to be up there answering. I mean, that this is really, it is really good. Actually. I take it all back. I mean, they're doing a Jersey boys. I mean, which is right. Frank Catania, but we also have Dubai of, thrown in there. We have girls. Like, it's yeah. Really, it's really good. It's Jill is going to be there. Ramona, like we, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot for everyone in there. Really? I do think. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty jam packed and it's pretty awesome. So I, I, okay. I take it all back. No. And I'm like, oh, I love the mashups. No, it's really, really good. And Uh, I'm curious to hear from people like who, who is going? I mean, I think a lot of people are, are going, you know? I mean, look, if I were East Coast, I would go. I would go. I mean, I feel like the year, you know, because it this is there's been a two-year hiatus, right? Like we took two it years. It was or 2019. Years. So three, really. It was 2019. We took off 20, 2021. They were going to have it and they canceled it when COVID started spiking again. That's right. So this is like no, three I, years. Look, it must make a shitload of money. I mean, I'm looking at the thing now, sponsored by this, sponsored by that, sponsored. They have all these add-ons. So it's like, look, let's, you know, look, guys, we're going to cover what goes down at BravoCon. So just keep that in mind. Um, And they are going to announce the Roni there. The OG show is in the future. You know, before we go... Before we go, I'm open to other conversations. We just have to talk quickly about Carlos King and Kim. <gasps> oh, what did you think about this? I mean, you you know, you know how much I love your Carlos King interview. I love uh, my Carlos. Boy, I don't think there's any love lost there. And uh, what Candy accuses him of, I could see happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know Carlos just through the interview, but I mean, I do know producers and I'm like, I could kind of see it happening. She accuses him of shopping, I guess, while she's saying while he was producing RHOA. I mean, he was Nini's producer, but then he moved up, you know, the executive producer. But she accuses him of basically shopping around the story of escape. Like, even you know, even calling. Well, I don't know why Sarah has fallen off. That's not very good. I think I'm just going to keep talking. Um, Sarah's gone for the moment. Um, But right. So basically, um, Candy calls out Carlos King and says, you know, Carlos was the producer of um, RHOA for all those years. And she calls him out and says, and I loved having Carlos out and I love my interview with Carlos. She calls him out and says that basically he was shopping the story of escape, which is her story. You know, it was her band and that she could never forgive him for that. I don't know. I get it. I get why Candy would never forgive him. I don't really blame. I mean, this is Hollywood, like nothing shocks me. So I don't know. I don't like two people that I really like fighting. So there was that. Um, the other thing is the OG show that everyone is so 
I stand by this. I said this at the beginning. I still think that, you know, we're not getting the OG show until the first one is filmed. Now, if you think about it, that was Sarah's coming back in. That was like over a year and a half ago. Um, I've just been talking. I've been talking and like telling them everything. Can, can you hear me? Yeah, keep going. I talked about Carlos and Candy and I just said like, you know, I feel like I see, yeah, sure. I'm sure Carlos did that. And I understand why Candy's mad. And I also understand why Carlos did it. It's just, just an unfortunate situation. But now I'm talking about the OG show with Roni that, like I said, in the beginning, I said, it's not about me. I said, it's going to be two and a half to three years before this OG show goes and, and what has it, I think it's already been like a year and a half since Roni ended, something like that. Now we're going to have to announce this new cast, which normally starts filming like now in August. So we're, we're going to announce this at BravoCon. We'll start filming, I think, right after that. I don't think they're filming. And then they have to film all of that. And then they have to air all of that. It will be like two and a half to three years before the OG show comes on. I'm standing by that. It's already like half of three years. We're going with the reboot first. And I don't know, by that time, is anybody, I mean, Ramona is going to be fucking like 69, 70. I mean, I'm not age shaming, but just like, I don't know. At some point, I mean, everyone wants Roni. Of course, we'll take it. Of course, we'll take it. But I still, I said this from day one. I stand by it. If this reboot comes back and blows people away, I think this OG show is really like six episodes. That's it. Well, I mean, wait a minute. I mean, don't we have, we, we know, of course they're kind of under the same umbrella, but I mean, Luann and Sonia have inked a deal with E, right? I mean, filmed it. That show is coming. I mean, you know, and mind you, a lot of people I know said, fuck the new Roni reboot. We ain't watching. Like, go announce it. We're not watching. So maybe if that's a huge failure, yeah, long live the OGs. But um, Luann and Sonia's show, I imagine would be coming, if I had to take a guess, like November, December, yeah, November, December, January. Uh, Slip into our DMs. Are you excited for the simple life Sonia and Luann version? Maybe you are. I'm not, no shade. But is anyone, it's going to be them? meeting guys in Iowa and then heading on over to Kansas and then going to the local watering hole. I don't know. Are you guys excited for that? Like I'm really, there's no, there's no, the local watering hole. I'm like, there's no, there's no shade. I really just are people excited. I haven't talked to any that are, but I'm, tell me, tell, tell me you are, you know, could go either way, I guess could go either way. I mean, it would, it would have to be something really, really, Interesting, I guess. Um, he needs a hit, honey. He needs a E. I mean, look, they that's- canceled Morgan Stewart and the Daily Pop. They they canceled that. A lot of insider talk. Remember when you really remember when you and I were like pitching stuff, and everyone's like, nobody wants that formula anymore. It's played out. This is well. I'll tell you this from somebody here in Hollywood in the business. They claim those shows were actually doing well ratings wise, but they have had so many CEO turnovers at E, meaning the head of E. I think they're on their third. I can't even remember if it's their third or their fifth CEO in like five years, like literally somebody new every year. So what I'm hearing inside here in Hollywood is that those shows did well, but the person who is now running E wants to put their own signature on it. So it's literally canceled all the old programming and she is going to start new with her own programming, wants her own stamp, wants her own. And I don't know. I mean, sometimes that works. I was in radio for years. That was always the thing. Whenever a new general manager came in or a new program director, usually they brought their people. They fired everybody. They brought their people. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. I actually heard those those shows were doing well, which to me- I like I, Morgan Stewart. Yeah, me too. I mean, she had a good connection to, you know, uh, Dr. Phil. She's married to Dr. Phil's son. I mean, and and on her own, I thought she was a good journalist. And those shows have kind of been, I mean, E! News had been its legacy thing. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just always find it hard to believe if those shows were doing well, I mean, why did they cancel them? Really? They canceled them over ego? I mean, I would think they they would just leave. 
but they're in big trouble. I mean, they need all new programming and it's well, got that, they they're definitely in trouble. They need new programming, but that's the whole like, right. Why would you, why it's would you so cancel broken. that? Do you know? I, I don't know. I, I always, to me, like maybe, that's ego. Right? No, like I, I just want to put my own stamp on it and Morgan's right. doing well and I'm going to fire. I mean, it would be like, woo, one, one less fire. I have to put out you guys, whatever you're doing, don't talk to me, just go and do it. I would think, right. Unless the cost, I mean, but I would think the cost has to be cheap. They're shooting it in a studio with basically like a green screen. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I find that so hard to believe, but, but have you pitched us? Have you pitched us yet for this new, no, um, I should this new format of, yeah, I will. Right. This like no. new, this like new regime that you, that you talk of, like, where is our, where's our, where, where are done, we done? We need a name for our show. And what is the, our 30 minute or hour long show going to be? Whatever you want, darling. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even care whatever it is that you right. want. Um, anything else on your mind? Have we covered everything? Oh my God. We covered so much. I just feel like it is a great time to be a Bravo fan right now. The shows are so good. There's so much to talk about every single week. It's just like nugget, nugget. I mean, I can't wait for the return of Salt Lake city of Potomac, I think is going to be so good. Um, yes. I mean, I, I love it. I, Look, David, I, I just, I look forward to these shows so much because the 40 minutes or the hour, lo however long we go flies. So good. Well, I'm glad we could take you away from your TLC. Where can everyone find you online that would like to hear your TLC stuff? Find me on TikTok at the Sarah Frazier show. And you can listen to my podcast. I put out new episodes seven days a week. Sarah Frazier show podcast, Apple, Spotify, everywhere pods are played. And I am at Behind Velvet Rope. Follow me everywhere, including TikTok. Why aren't you guys following me on TikTok? I would love to see you on TikTok. Love you, Sarah. Love Next you, week, David. same place, same time, girl. Hi, gorgeous. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.